Hey everyone, welcome to today's Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. And for most of this year, we've been highlighting mostly the New Testament passages in our devotionals, uh, but I wanna dig in today into the Old Testament passage, which is Second Chronicles 7 today, because something really stood out to me really over the last few chapters as we've been reading through Second Chronicles. So remember, what's happening here is Solomon has, has built the temple, and, and now it's being consecrated. And, and I, I just loved over the last few chapters just trying to picture in my mind's eye what this temple would have looked like. I mean, just ornate and covered in, like it's just covered in gold. I mean, it's just this like, this enormous jewel uh, in the middle of the desert. <laughs> and um, just wanna invite you to just kind of imagine that as we now talk about them consecrating the temple and, and, and preparing it for use. Starting with verse one, when Solomon finished praying, fire flashed down from heaven and burned up the burnt offerings and sacrifices and the glorious presence of the Lord filled the temple. The priests could not enter the temple of the Lord because the glorious presence of the Lord filled it. When all the people of Israel saw the fire coming down and the glorious presence of the Lord filling the temple, they fell face down on the ground and worshiped and praised the Lord saying, he is good, his faithful love endures forever. How as we read this, I just, uh, I'm trying to imagine, so I'm a worship pastor, so I spend so much of my time preparing for worship services, and you know, a lot of my week is, is spent thinking through the details of what uh, we're gonna be doing on a specific Sunday and preparing for it so that things go smoothly. And so I'm trying to imagine you know, what it would be like to, um, to have planned out these, this ornate uh, worship service to prepare for like the, the dedication of the temple itself, right? Like, it's the most important worship service you've ever planned. And then in the midst of it, all of a sudden, uh, fire comes down from heaven. The glory of the Lord fills the temple. I, I wrote this uh, to, in response. I wrote, what a moment. The priests have just finished bringing the ark into the most holy place, and the Levites raise their voices and instruments to sing. What words will they choose for this moment? What's at the core of what they understand about who God is? He is good, and his steadfast love endures forever. Goodness, love, eternality. What a beautiful tribute to their God. And then, fire from heaven, a cloud, the veritable spirit of God, an interruption so complete that the worship leaders can't continue their program. Months of preparations and plans for each minute detail of the day are suddenly rendered useless as it becomes clear who is really in charge of this event. A hushed silence engulfs the room as all in attendance stand in awe, taking in the moment. God is with us. Now, of course, I... I there's some conjecture there. I don't know that the room went silent. I was just imagining what it must have been like as they tried to come to grips with the fact that God had just entered the building, like literally. And, and I mean that word like actually how it's supposed to mean, like he literally just entered the building. His presence was now there among them. 
he was going to have his permanent dwelling place there among the people for the first time. And they stood in awe. As we finish, I want to just point out what happens a little bit later on because it's important not to miss this, starting with uh, verse 12. Then one night the Lord appeared to Solomon and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this temple as the place for making sacrifice. Now listen to this. At times I might shut up the heavens so that no rain falls or command grasshoppers to devour your crops or send plagues among you. Okay, here's what you should expect, okay? It's not gonna be all like uh, lollipops and, and butterflies, okay? It's gonna be like, there's gonna be really hard times that I'm gonna allow to happen. I'm gonna allow it. So don't be, don't be surprised, okay? Don't, don't, don't turn your back on me. Instead, verse 14, then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. My eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. Okay, so it's, it's clear in the context here that when these plagues come from the Lord, it's in response to the people's sin. And so uh, it's just not arbitrary from God, but it, it's because they've, they've disobeyed him. But then God says, but I'm gonna be a gracious God. I'm gonna come, I'm gonna listen to you. I'm gonna heal you. I'm gonna forgive you. If you'll turn to me, if you'll humble yourselves and pray to me in this place. Now, we live in a, a different covenant now, a new and better and complete covenant with the Lord. Uh, so, so much of what we're reading here is just a foretaste of what's to come. But the same essence of who God is still exists. God is a forgiving God. His ears are open. He's waiting for us to, re to turn, uh, to repent, and to return to him and he's always willing to forgive. That is the nature of the God that entered into the temple that day, and now the God that has entered into this temple, the, the temple that is our hearts. That's the God that's within us. He is good, and his faithful love endures forever. Would you take a moment to just praise him for that today? And we'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.